Listen up, Maximilfs and Preda Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And that'll be the last time you hear that intro for quite a bit, until we get around Thank to God. Beast Wars Season 2. Um, last time you're going to hear nash- the, lovely, <laughs> the lovely dulcet tones of Trent Reznor. <laughs> uh my long my long national nightmare is over by which i mean forgetting the intro every single time i've done it gonna have to change it up when we get to beast machines it'll be maximus and via clowns great great <laughs> anyway we finished beast wars season one that's what this episode is all about yeah um it was a show for sure beast wars <laughs> and, I it's, think. and it's done forever there is no season two that's how it ended that's right take away that question mark um <laughs> but yeah beast wars is 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 an extremely interesting um like piece of the tr- of, of the transformers timeline right because this so far i think this is perhaps the most radical reinvention of the brand yeah i mean what's really interesting about it is that it happened before radical reinventions were necessary either before radical reinventions were necessary or from the other perspective probably one of the only times when radical reinventions would have worked yes um so you know 90s it was you know a dozen years basically after the end of uh the g1 cartoon and there wasn't because there had only been a limited amount of Transformers media, um, there wasn't the same sort of like nostalgia for it as a franchise, as a media franchise that we obviously get now, forty years later. Um, but you know, to have it, to have it then, what it was back then was you know an intellectual property that basically hadn't been utilized <laughs> in like twelve years to any great extent, and that um hasbro desperately wanted to breathe new life into so you know they were able to do something completely new and different uh because there wasn't like established lore or like precedent for this franchise yet then yeah and as a result some some very foundational things come from beast wars like we talked about sparks and other stuff is like that's basically all from beast wars um and obviously, there's other stuff like the characters are foundational to G1. Those guys, those characters and those archetypes will be around forever. But a lot of the deeper lore, including Starscream, <laughs> including Starscream, you can't get rid of him. Literally, you can't get rid of him. Um, <laughs> but a lot of the deeper lore starts to form in 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 this series in Beast Wars. Yeah. Um. Which is inter- what is really interesting. I-, I actually find it very fascinating that they chose to keep it in the same continuity. 
Yes. I the the connective tissue there is fascinating. Um, I mean, again, it's not talked about a lot, but the the fact that they like reference again, if you look at like any other new show that has come out basically since Beast Machines, there's I, I mean, I don't I don't count like the Cybertron trilogy because that was like built as a trilogy, right? Like that wasn't like a new series, you know what I mean? Yes. Well, technically, there's a whole other thing to that. Um, Transformers Cybertron has its own bizarre history about how its place in the Unicron trilogy, but but yeah. regardless, like like that's a different situation, right? Yes. Like that wasn't them. That wasn't them being like, okay, it's time for us to like do something new now, like new show time. That was like built as. Those were built as continuations from the start, from the jump, basically. If anything, with, those... With the same characters. If anything, the Armada and its follow-ups were built to bring the, um, to, like, bring the the brand back closer to G1. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just talking about them as, like, like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, Unicron and Cybertron directly reference armada because they're direct sequ- like you know what i mean yeah absolutely like yeah like it's the same characters it's the it, it, they're just it's just a con uh, uh a continuation um but like outside of like examples like that and again i don't really count that if you look at like any new show there's basically no reference to any of them being in the same universe as other ones i guess rid uh, 2015 in prime technically and even that like whenever they referenced back to prime it always felt weird because those two shows are so drastically different that it, it felt <laughs> yes. wrong to put them in the same universe they are they are pretty diametrically opposed but then again so is beast wars and g1 i was saying like not in terms of tone but they are like pretty different shows yeah i would say they're different in terms of like um everything their, else they're like writing style like g1 never had big arcs like this they kind of messed around with it a little bit in the third season but um like characters didn't really advance uh episode to episode they didn't develop they were just sometimes you had an episode about a guy um but that episode those events never really came up again once again until the third season kind of started messing with that kind of stuff um I I desperately want to kind of talk about Beast Machines here, but the problem is neither of us have seen it. But I know one aspect about it that is maybe one of the reasons why it it kind of collapsed, it kind of failed. Uh, I think we can save it until we get there. Yeah, I would say in general that even if we have watched the show, we probably shouldn't talk about it in much detail until we actually cover it. Yeah, but it's worth noting that Beast Wars was very popular, but Beast Machines was not, and that is the reason why Armada exists, and why they went into panic mode and basically, like, turned this fucking weird spin-off Transformers show from Japan into, into RID 2001. Um, yeah. Now, here's the thing. They, they're not inventing any more animals. All the cool animals are done. They are inventing more cool cars. Yes, exactly. We, I mean, look, we'll we'll see some ways that this show invents more animals uh, in the in season two once we get around to <laughs> they, it. They do. They do make up a couple guys, don't they? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't. I don't think Rampage is a real. I don't know what's going on with that. And obviously, we'll talk about Fusors uh, in a moment. 
or in, yeah. in next time. But yeah, Beast yeah. Wars was a big swing, really, really big swing in terms of like remaking a brand. And for the most part, I think it paid off. Obviously, upon upon uh, first blush, everyone in the fandom hated it. Infamously, uh, this is where we get fucking truck, not monkey. But like now, Beast Wars is beloved. Perhaps, perhaps the first time something ruined Transformers forever, and it wouldn't be the last. Um, <laughs> but it happens every three months at this point. I think we can't look. We can't beat around the bush. We must talk about it. The animation has not aged well. Um, I would, I would dare say, most of it has aged quite poorly, even. And you're you're much kinder to it than I, I am. am. I I like to take things like this and look at them in their era and look at like the successes. And also, I know that there are later shows in the Transformers canon that look worse than this, like fucking Energon. <laughs> Somehow looks worse than this in in okay. different in very different ways. But yeah, um, I think it's it's obviously you can look at it. And you can dismiss it based on the fact that it looks ugly as fuck, which it does. Um, I will say the first few episodes in particular, oh. Nero Nero is correct in that um, the animation does improve over the season. I don't think as much as they do, but to each their own onion. Um, but the first few episodes in particular, which are like your barrier to entry, of course, are like physically challenging to watch. That, the big fight at the end of the two-parter premiere where everyone's in beast mode and they're fighting is one of it's the, like a bayverse movie one of the ugliest pieces of animation i've ever witnessed yeah now listen like by the end of the season optimus prime primal no longer had uh lubricated thighs and they weren't clipping through his ass so like that's great you didn't have an ass either because he was exploded um <laughs> But yeah, like because right, he's dead forever. He's dead forever, and he'll never come back. But like Beast Wars, you know, as we said, the the reason people still love Beast Wars is not necessarily because of its looks; it's because of the writing. I think the writing in Beast Wars is overall very strong. I don't know if we ever actually shouted out the guys who who are who ran this show pretty much, um, but they are they are pretty cool. Larry Dottilio, isn't it? Larry Dottilio and Bob Ford. That's what it is. Yes, yes, yes. So the, the 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 two showrunners, Bob Ford and Larry Dottilio, um, did a really good job. And one of the reason one of the reasons that they were able to like tap in so well is because those two guys were on Usenet forums talking with fans, or at oh, least cool. looking I didn't at know them. that. Like they were plugged in. Um, yeah, and they were. You can tell that there was like. A lot of creative passion going into thinking about these fucking backstories and shit. Because you could, you could easily phone in this fucking robot animal show if you really wanted to, but they and didn't. It, well, the animators worked very hard to animate this show with the tools that they had. I Audrey. mean, I would argue that the I would argue that the writing also phoned it in at times. Overall, it was oh, great sure. writing. But. Look, we all have our fucking filler episodes. It's a twenty-six yeah, we episode all, we season. We all have our we all have our fart episodes. Would you like? By the way, would you like to know the Italian name of the Beast Wars cartoon? 
I think I do know this. It's I think you've told me this before. Well, the the toy line is Biocombat, but the show had a separate name. No, I'm pretty sure you told me this before because it was funny, but yeah, please. Rombi de Tuono Esile de Fukuoka Pere Biocombat. Which translates to Thunderbolts and Flaming Skies for the Biocombat. I mean, hardcore. Fuck yeah, dude. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, There's also apparently an unproduced episode of the show called Bitch Wars, (laughs) which I would like to watch. That's that's pay-per-view, baby. Oh my god, it was about Eraser and Black Arachnia having a ladies' night out. They should have made this. That's uh, what Rise of the Beast should have been about. That is what Rise of the Beast should have been about. How, you know what? Before we continue talking about Beast Wars, you were a reporter in the field. You have watched yeah. Transformers colon Rise of the Beasts. How did you like I can't believe it? you haven't yet. I have just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Um, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Not quite as good, I think, as Bumblebee, but like um, things I really liked about it, the... Um, Viewer proxies were great. They've been really knocking it out of the park since Bumblebee. So there's two of them this time, Noah and Elena, and they're both like very, very endearing characters. Um, Like them a lot. Uh, There's some weird mixing of (laughs) storylines from different medias. I kind of wish that they had gone with either rather than the terracons that they had gone with either the preds or the redacted alien species uh-huh. um here um it could have easily have been the redacted alien species actually they just wanted um, to put they just wanted to shove unicron in there and i guess you can't do i, I know the redacted I mean, alien it, species along with unicron i guess you could but it would kind of cheapen it oh no you i i, I would not have done both but it does also make like these movies completely non-canon to Bayverse. It's really funny because the producer keeps saying, like, it's not a reboot. It's like, yes, it is. Shut up. What are you talking like, about? Like, you could have argued that before this movie, but, like... Bro. <laughs> you can't, Like, there's no way now. Like, last night went the whole line continuity Unicron was Earth this entire time thing, so... Uh, it, nah, no, it's different, <laughs> actually. Yeah, don't worry about it. No, it actually wasn't Unicron. It was just his horn sticking up from some sand. He <laughs> br- left broke over. off. It, it just, yeah. We just snapped it off. It's actually yeah, not exactly. that big of a deal. It, it, it broke off at the end of, of, of Rise of the Beast. Don't worry about it. Um, he's fun. It's, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say that there are some confusing combination of storylines. I'm also confused about why they... Um, like created new characters and i feel like they do this every movie they create at least like, well not in bumblebee but like they created new characters for like these bit parts that they really didn't need to create like they had a transport plane um that created for it called stratosphere um yeah <laughs> could have just been power glide stratosphere like, is actually a name that's been associated with uh Baver stuff in the past he is in the Dark of the Moon video game, and he is always a big yeah. transport plane. So, like, I, it's weird that they keep that con- contigu- continuity, yeah. like, intact. Right. Like, I don't really count that. Like, a character that was made up for a tie-in video game for yeah. one Michael Bay movie, I don't really count as be Like, you could have just done Power Glide. Now, I understand that they couldn't, Power uh, you know, handle small. the raw... I also understand that they couldn't handle the raw sexual energy. Oh yeah, no, they would like you'd have you'd have to put 
I mean, modern Lady Astoria. Who would let that would you? You'd have to bump that rating up a couple, a couple. I would couple love. Of. I would love Astoria live action viewer proxy. <laughs> like uh, we get, we gotta get someone else to direct the Power Glide movie, and it's gonna be like Shape of Water. And... I need Greta Gerwig's. <laughs> Hell yes, Power Glide and Astoria. Um. So, like, there was one character and then one of the Terracons that was, like, it was, you know, it was Scourge who was voiced gr- brilliantly by Peter Dinklage. Okay, that's good, because I remember his voice acting in Destiny was, like, infamously bad. Like, they had to patch it out because it sucked so bad. So I'm glad that he puts oh. in a good performance here. Oh, I thought he was great, actually. Um, maybe maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I thought he did a great job as Scourge. Um, and... um. Though again, like Scourge is also like heavily voice modified because he's a transformer, so, right? You know that that might help. Um, and Scourge and you had Nightbird, weird, funny choice, but fine. Um, and then they made up like the third Terracon. I can't even remember his name. I thought it was going to be like all the early pictures. Like everyone thought it was going to be Nemesis Prime, or actually they thought um. They thought Scourge was going to be Nemesis Prime. Yeah, because it's like a Rid 2001 yeah. thing. Right, and also because he's a black toad, like, semi. <laughs> so. That's right. Um, you know, so they thought. But there's a, a line from him, and I wish it I wish it had been Nemesis, because here's a, a very minor line that has, um, like, no bearing on the, the plot or whatever, so it's not really a spoiler, I don't think, but... Um, at one point, pretty early on in the movie, in the first fight between the Terracons and the Autobots, um, <laughs> uh, Scourge looks down at at Optimus and goes, "You call yourself a Prime? Primus would be so disappointed." Damn, which would have been so cool if it was Nemesis instead. Damn, uh, I was like, I, I, you know, still thinking that it was Nemesis. I was like, oh shit, like. Nemesis Prime just called his ass out for being a shitty Prime. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good movie. Really interesting to watch after just finishing the rewatch of Beast Wars. That's right. Um, Michelle Yeoh, Air Razor, my beloved. That's um, still the. Well, that's a crazy pull for this movie. Still, like all all the also, other casting is great, but like, damn. Like I don't know. I was pretty rocked by MJ Rodriguez uh, Nightbird. That's true. How 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 many lines does she have in the movie? I assume it's like three. I I don't. Uh, I, I assume Nightbird is not a big character. Not a ton, but she does say some. She has more lines than the other Terraconda made up, whose name I can't remember. She like taunts people much more actively. I think the other guy's like Battle Trap or something, or Rattle Trap or whatever. Battle Trap. Know. It's Battle Trap. Yeah. Which um, is an extant name. They didn't make it up. That's one of the Duo Cons from G One. He can. He's a. He's, he can turn into a helicopter and a jeep. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do that here. He's just a truck. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but yeah. yeah, Rise of the Beasts. It's good. From, in theaters now. In theaters Hasbro now. Pay me. Get the Optimus Prime popcorn bucket. Um, or Hasbro pay us. Get that 3D printed one someone made where it's Optimus Primal's head <laughs> and you can eat his brains. Yeah. Ron Perlman was also really good as Primal. Oh, I bet. I mean, come on. It's Ron Perlman. I will say, <laughs> like, I, I was mad. Okay, my last thing on this is that uh, despite it being a very good movie, I had to give it one star because Rat Trap wasn't there. That's um, true. 
<laughs> not that it really even matters because Cheetor and Rhinox say, I think, maybe two lines each and have zero personality. So what's different about Cheetor then? <laughs> Cheetor has a personality. It's just not a nice one. A That's true. One. It's just annoying. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, what should we do about... I guess we have some questions that will have us ranking uh, characters here. You want to move on? Just just move on yeah, to the let's, Arenas? Yeah, let's... Pop into the question zone. Checking Twitter Love real it. quick. I don't think we have one on Twitter. We do not have one on Twitter. So take us through the Discord. Okay. Our first question on... <laughs> Sorry, foolish. <laughs> did you see that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw it earlier as well. This is not my first time looking at the questions, but it always, always catch me off guard. Okay. Um, our first actual question, I believe, is from Makina. That's right. Which is, oops, sorry. Uh, you're put in charge of a 2026 Beast Wars reboot that now that has to cover the same basic plot of season one. What would you add or modify? We uh, have to make it woke. Uh, which one of these characters right. is gay? All of them are gay. I mean, Rhinox and Rat Trap. That's not a modification. But we're making it textual. <laughs> Rhinox and Rat Trap. Conjux and Dura. We're, we're, we're making it official. Uh, <laughs> they, they open a closet one time and catch a rat trap and Dinobot in a hate sex quickie. <laughs> it's like Torchwood. <laughs> God. Beast Wars, but they fuck. <laughs> and the opening song is Closer. Closer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's got like, you know, it's edited in that fucking mid 2000s way. It's all edgy and shit. Yeah, this will this will do big numbers, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I am remembering that that that, that Kingdom. Once again, I am remembering that Kingdom did make Ares or in Black Arachnia gay, which is very funny. But I would also, yeah. I would also change that. Um, I would. I think the probably the most important thing I would do is I would switch back to a two D style of art. Yeah, or like, I mean, you can make a really good looking three D show these days, right? Like. Even so, I would really actually like a 2D Transformers. I mean, I would I would like cut down I would like cut down the the like we can get rid of the fart episode. We can right. get rid of like all of this the filler stuff. I want more like I want more mysterious stuff going on with redacted alien species, right? Like I want yeah, more of that I shit. Would... I would love, I would love more actually exploring the planet. I think you could actually use Tigatron for really good use there. Yeah. Um, and sort of figuring out what the situation is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to like change its target audience because the world does not need dark and gritty Transformers. It never has, and we've gotten so many of them. Someone should have uh, told Rooster Teeth that Rooster Teeth and Netflix yeah. that. Oh. What do you think I'm directly referencing right now? Um, but, like, we don't need more dark and gritty, particularly, like, cartoon shows. Like, sh comics, I think, are an interesting medium to yeah. explore some darker themes. Um, because they're not accessible to young kids, which basically. Is very, which is very funny when you think about it. Because, yeah. you know, originally, they were, they were very accessible to kids. But no kid has fucking $8 or however much a comic costs these days. Right. And also, they're not read Like, they're just, like, not reading them at no, that yeah. age. Like, you know? they're, they're watching... Like, it's a hobby you get into as a teen, basically. They're watching Cyberverse and having funny adventures with Bumblebee or whatever, right? Like, yeah. they're, not, they're not reading... 
more than meets the eye or they're not they're not reading robots in disguise which is a fucking political drama on cybertron right like they're they're they aren't reading that shit i presume yeah so like from a very selfish perspective i would actually really like the uh 2d show because a 2d show because i do think it would lead to better toys yeah i think you could make much more interesting design toys and prettier looking toys and i would like some of those um but in terms of like its actual content i wouldn't want to like change the overall tone of it but yeah i think getting rid of like the fart joke episodes or whatever like more, more character stuff like more character stuff like i really yeah. like the character work they do on the show when they get to do it but you know oftentimes it's also like we got to have rhinox do big stinky or we have to like do a bunch of other shit right but like more more stuff about dinobot more stuff about tigatron maybe yeah. less stuff about cheetor honestly you don't need him that much you can like you can, you um can tarantulas will not show up in this one no i want more <laughs> i want of- i want more tarantulas <laughs> no um nero and i falling on opposite ends of the d- <laughs> tarantulas desirability scale here no more tarantulas for me need more sicko shit i love him he's terrible he's awful but look every transformer series needs a sicko scientist we know this maybe he can be 20 maybe he can eat less things maybe he can like we'll take out the part where he grunts when he shoots webs how about that who do you think the sicko scientist of g1 is oh there's a lot of them i mean i guess it depends on the continuity right but like uh, no of like of like 84 g1 wheeljack (laughs) okay that's fair <laughs> wheeljack Wheel literally makes so many things no you're right that are you're used right. against the autobots See, they're like was... hor- horrible devices i was too busy thinking about decepticons you're right it's wheeljack um all right uh from pilot light aurora oh here we tonight go tonight we, we once again find ourselves at the end of a series award show tonight on the dinobot clone memorial beast awards for doing a job the Academy has decided to recognize both good jobs, bad jobs, and any other jobs you can think of. As always, below we will be will be a continuously updating list on award categories up for nomination. Most unhinged moment. Oh, God. It's gotta be something to... Re- no, never mind. I know what it is. It's Dinobot eating his own clone. Oh, you know, you're right. Bro. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the birth of Inferno. That's it, but well, that he's just generally an unhinged moment, right? Right, but that 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 was like the first one. No, it, you're right. It's it's absolutely Dinobot vor. What the fuck, man? Why did you do that? And why was like it tastes delicious? <sighs> Soylent Green. Um. All right. Funniest insult directed at Rat Trap: Eater of Garbage, and it's not even close. Yeah, Eater of Garbage is really it's it's right under the wire here, coming in at the end. But it's great. It's a great <laughs> one. Yeah. Eater of garbage. Biggest woosbinator win. This one's uh, hard. Um, he knocks Optimus out of the sky a couple times. Yeah, he he like he he gets his W's where he can take him, right? Like, but like you know, it's so hard for me to remember the little wins Waspinator ekes out in this cruel universe. When it, but whenever I think about him, all I remember is the crushing brutal defeats that life uh is constantly throwing at him um oh wait the, there's uh, um he nearly fucking blew up tigatron right yeah 
Like he look, he is he is a threat. He is he is a certified threat. It's just that he's just a universe's punching bag, unfortunately he can't, for him. He can't fully win. He can't get yeah. a real W because eventually God will step in and slap him across the face. Correct. Um from uh oh sorry no we're still going on here um the oh yeah this was the start of tv budget 3d animation award for worst animation i already Optimus mentioned primal's it. lubricated thighs clipping through his ass there's that i already mentioned mine though it is the uh the end of beast wars part two where yeah, they no, all no, fight brutal they all fight in beast mode and it looks really like it's, bad it's literally nauseating and I'm like also, it's it's physically challenging to watch because all those early episodes also had like no lighting and no background textures so everything was backgrounds everything was off-puttingly smooth and empty yeah um it's like a nightmare mvp most valuable predacon either black arachnia or megatron inferno puts in a good a good run right at the end but he He's almost maybe too good because, like, he he fucking burninates Tarantulas, you know. Even though Megatron didn't want that to happen, but like, yeah. But if Megatron respect. had told him not to, he wouldn't have. That's true, but you know that one's on time. Megatron. We need more time. He only got he only really got one chance to shine, right? Like, I think it's probably yeah, Megatron or Black Arachnia. It's between those two, probably. And Black Arachnia is always doing treasonous shit, so it's probably Megatron. Yeah. He's the only one who's actually helping the Predacon cause. The The spiders are usually up doing he, their own shit. Or is he just helping his own cause? I, I guess you there's know, no difference, really. What, you know, what is the Predacon cause other than Megatron's cause? Right. Um, most out-of-place slapstick. What like, was... The, oh, God. There's an episode that I remember was, like, truly deranged-looking um which one was it i mean lo- the low road is full of it right just like but that's that that's like i guess that's like the slapstick but it's episode. not out of place yeah that's the that's goofy slapstick episode let's see here did you have one for this i mean i guess like it's not actually slapstick but like the entire framing of dinobot eating his clone again yeah, i think we have to see it for it to be slapstick if we ate him in a funny way then they wouldn't be slapstick which perhaps um... he did Okay, here's an unintentional sla- funny vi- slapstick to me is um, the six consecutive uh, face kicks that Black Arachnia oh, does. Yeah, I that's also my answer. It's not on. It's not slapstick on purpose, but it's just one of the most bizarre pieces of editing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And it is why funny. Did, like, can't deny did, it's funny. Why did they do that? Why did they do it like that? Why show look like that? Um goofiest animal model cheetor oh god cheetor he's looking rough he's uh it's awful he's got a face only a mother can love the other ones get like better as the show goes on cheetor really doesn't no cheetor just looks like they just like have never seen a cat in their life i guess cheetor always looks kind of fucked up luckily he's gonna get a new body at the start of season two so like we don't have to look at this fucking creature for much longer or at all anymore. Or at all. He's gonna he's gonna look real shiny next time we see him, and he won't look like a fucking squash and stretched picture of a of a lol cat. Yeah. Um. From Mimus the Gay, Daphnis. Oh, sorry. Last one. Worst plan. 
I think, I think it's it, probably Call of the Wild. Yeah. There's that one. Or no, um, I'm going to go for um, the evil Optimus Juice. Oh, God. That one. Yeah, no, it's that one. Because, man. Because it was a bad plan and also a bad execution. Yeah, it was already a bad plan to begin with. And it backfired really hard. So, like, bruh. Yeah. I, it, like, the, the fact that he was entirely depending on Optimus to be so cowardly that he would surrender. Like, you don't know, you don't really know that it would go that way. Maybe he would just hole up in the in the base, you know? Yeah, no, that that that's it for me. And that's it for our awards this uh, season. We'll see you next time for another thank round you. of Aurora's wonderful awards. Yes, thank you, Aurora, as always, uh, for this beloved segment. Um, from me, Mr. Gay, Daphnis, if you had to pick another character to have had to turbo fart, who would it be? Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably megatron that is the funniest option absolutely the funniest option he would be so scandalized oh dear um from sob witch in the fog have you seen any other beast wars based media and how was it if you had to pitch beast wars to a tf fan who hasn't seen it how would you sell it so first question there is an insane amount of beast wars spinoff media i'm not just talking about beast machines so yeah, the, the comics novels in Japan, they never dub. They didn't really dub Beast Machines. I don't think, um, or they didn't. I don't. Know, they didn't dub the first. I, th- I think that it was that they didn't dub past the first or second uh, season of Beast Wars. So there's like so there's Beast Wars two and there's Beast Wars Neo, which are Japanese only. They've never ever had a Western release. They've never had an official subtitle track or anything like that. They are 2D, like, traditionally animated anime spinoffs of Beast Wars. I believe Beast Wars Neo is set in the far future of the Beast Wars universe, if I remember correctly. And I don't know much about Beast Wars 2. At least one of them has a Galvatron in it. Um, but I don't have any any uh, anything with that. I've never read the gritty, like reimagining of this that the collector club did a while back in prose stories um the the beast wars uprising there are the idw beast wars the gathering uh books from very early on in idw's original run uh, of, of transformers stuff then there was also a beast wars comic that ran alongside the re- idw2 stuff that i never read and there's kingdom which involves Beast Wars stuff. There's look, there's a lot look, if you're a beast head, if you're a beastie out there, <laughs> there's a lot of spin-off media that you can uh look at, but at, personally, I have literally not touched any of it. I should look into that. I should read some of those comics. I mean, I just I just uh talked about Rise of the Beasts, so I guess yeah, that counts. Beast Wars spin-off. As for how I would pitch it to a transformers fan who hasn't seen it so presumably we're going back in time monkey no there's there's plenty of transformers fans who haven't watched it i guess so it's like oh how would i pitch okay, so to a transformers fan who hasn't seen it now that i this is limited information i don't know what breed of transformers fan this is what's their favorite show are they a comics person or are they a 
exclusively TV person? Do they like Cyberverse? Do they like RID 2015? Do they like the Unicron trilogy the most? Like, what am I working with here? What if Optimus... Someone who likes Transformers, but never watched Beast Wars. Yeah, no, it's Monkey. (sighs) That's the pitch. Monkey. What if, instead of trucks, everyone turned into funny animals, and also there was a crazy plot going on in the background? It's well, hard. I mean, the crazy plot going on in the background is a mainstay of most Transformers series. That's true. I hmm, Starstream's in it for one episode. That actually might be the pitch. Ravage is in it for one in like two episodes. Um, he has a Russian accent now for some reason. There's a New York subway rat. There, oh, that's it. There's a new. There's a, there's a fucking dirty New York subway rat, and he's the main character. He's a good guy, but he's kind of a scumbag. He's like kind of an asshole, and everyone hates him, but they also love him. And he's the funniest character ever created. He's literally the funniest guy in the whole entire world. Yeah, that's how you'd sell it. I would sell it by, hey, Rat Trap exists. Go look at that guy. He's funny. Have you ever thought about a rat the size of a man? Well, I have a show for you. Or a motorcycle, as the case may be here. Oh, that's even... He's a large rat. A powerful rat named Charles Rat Trap Cheese. I don't like the idea of a rat the size... Already, the, a rat the size of a man is upsetting. But a rat that a man could ride like a motorcycle. Like a fucking World of Warcraft mount. That's some Red Roll shit. Deeply um, upsetting. That's some from, Gregor the Overlander shit. <laughs> from Ruby Road Rage, Ruby. Can you really even call it a war when it's a group of scientists, space truckers, fighting off a splinter terrorist cell? Yeah, it's not really a war, is it? Though they keep saying it is the beast skirmish, they're very they're very explicit that they're fighting the beast wars. I mean, look, they're shooting at each other, they're blowing each other up. They have bases, they have a headquarters, they have like territories. So that it has, look, it has all of the all of the telltale signs of your classic beast war. The thing is, it's like it's like twelve dudes on a planet, right? I think the question is more one of. <laughs> one of scale but that being said we do know and see that there are larger maximal and predacon armies out there um but they aren't beast warring they're not at war currently it's just these guys right these right. dudes um nero from disney minus asks one. oh so i did sorry from Void Mother, um, Q, a wormhole opens up and spits out a version of your favorite video game from another dimension that inexplicably contains your favorite Beast Wars character. How does this game change for that character's presence? Um, I, I would love to see how Rat Trap climbs and kills a Colossus. Fuck. I was also going to say Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, it is my favorite video game. Um, using one of my no, one of no, no, my... no. Instead of the horse, you ride Rat Trap. We just discussed this. Oh Jesus! And he talks to you the whole time too. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you don't want to get. I don't want to get too close to this big cow thing. Okay, you, you, you it need makes, to ride me that close. It makes the ride to the Sixteenth Colossus that much more heartbreaking. Yeah. He does oh jeez. Oh jeez. He does that scream. He does the Rat Trap <laughs> scream. Ah, oh, jeez. Now I want to make this mod. I we gotta. I gotta find a fucking emulator of Shadow of the Colossus off for PS2 yeah. and make the Rat Trap mod. Yo, this fucking skeleton giraffe is freaking me out. Uh, using Hit it a, in the hand, idiot. Using a secondary one of mine, I would 
be I would be happy to have uh who is my favorite Beast Wars character? Because there's a few, right? Oh, it's never it's it's Beast Wars Megatron. Um Megatron leading the Wonderful 101 in battle. I mean his his oh, his tac- his tactical intellect is unmatched as 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 demonstrated in this show. I yes. Can't can't argue with that really. Genius. I guess. He's a genius. Um okay. Now, this Nero from Disney Minus asks. That's right. How would the beasties act if they had to work with Merlin from the fifth Transformers mo- movie? Um, I don't, I don't remember okay. anything about this. Isn't I Merlin immediately repressed uh, every single Tucci? one of these movies as soon as I finished watching. I can't tell you. Could not That's tell you. Smart. Could I, not tell you. It's gone. Yeah, I've never seen this one, so I wouldn't know. I assume, but if it is just drunk Stanley Tucci, Rattrap would be best friends with him. Um. Which Disney movies are the Beasties' favorites? I feel like we no we no hang on we did we we've done what Disney princesses these character yeah. yeah Cheetor Cheetor strikes me as a Treasure Planet kind of fellow okay yeah no I feel that he um, he relates a lot to to Jim Rat Trap you know is that hunchback guy oh absolutely he he has he has to watch it alone though because he cries every time Optimus or or is he like Damn, I don't know why they made this fucking boring French shit. I just want to see a movie about these gargoyles. They're great. They're fucking hilarious. Could it be? No, I shan't say. <laughs> um, Rhinox likes a classic one for sure. I would yeah, say. Yeah, Rhin- I, I think Rhinox. Like okay, Beauty and the Beast. I think Rhinox. No, I think Rhinox is even older than that. I think Rhinox really likes Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty, because, like, the animation is so fantastic. It's so beautiful. The stylization, it looks like a tapestry. And or, maybe, just... or, or, like, Snow White. Oh, yeah, like, the original is like, look. Yeah. This is where it all started. Yeah, one of the older ones. Okay. Um, Optimus Primal. Optimus and Tigatron both favor Lion King. No, no, no. Tigatron's a Bambi guy. Oh, so you're... So beauty so of true. nature captured so perfectly, but yeah, absolutely. actually, Tigatron is a fern gully guy and doesn't <laughs> listen to anyone when they say that's not no Tigatron. <laughs> he he's always humming that song. It's a very catchy song. Uh, Airazor likes the rescuers down under because there's a bird in it. I don't know. Yeah, it's also like cool adventure stuff. You know, maybe she likes Australians. Who's left? Are we gonna do the Predacons? No, we have to do at least Megatron. My favorite um, boy. Oh, we didn't do Dinobot. Dinobot, I think. Okay, so I think he thinks most Disney movies are baby shit. But what's the one that he likes? What's the one that's like this is real oh, cinema? No, what? No, he's Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Oh God, their story. It's he so projects compelling. way too much onto Beast. <laughs> but instead of instead of Belle, his beauty is a is a New York subway rat. No, that's his side piece. That's not his beauty. Oh right, his beauty is his beauty is a gorilla with a jetpack. That's, that's right. right. That's right. I forgot about that. Megatron. It's obviously got to be one of the big musical ones, right? He likes he he likes the show tunes. Megatron think, likes Frozen. Oh my god. Oh god. It's Frozen. You know I'm right. It's Frozen. He could, he could, he could, he could, he could fucking kill all. Of, he could kill out of Dina Menzel shit. Like he would, he would, he would be the best version of Let It Go ever. I fully believe this now. He could do it. 
Yeah, that's about it. I, yeah, that's all the Maximals. Okay. Yeah. Um, where are the beasties during the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie? Like several thousands years later. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're chilling. They are they are not they're gonna be in that fucking dog shit movie. Look, I know that the the Rise of the Beasts Optimus design was sort of leaked by that movie because his leg is in it. But you know, <laughs> still very stupid. And uh, is the Beast War the friends we made along the way? No, no. the Beast pieces. Yeah. It's all the toxic relationships we've formed along the way. Yeah, it's uh, all the the side pieces we uh, started having affairs with along the way. It's, yeah, it's all whatever it's whatever tarantulas and rat trap have going, and we haven't had any pest control episodes. Damn it! <sighs> That's still the best back. thing I came up with. Pest control. <laughs> so good. Um. All right, from EBDB Miss Prime. Oh no, the Maximals have been scattered amongst the other TF media. Which series do you think would be the best funniest place for each of them to end up? Um. Well, you gotta put Cheetor in one of the, like, Red 2015 or something. So he can be with all the other annoying characters. He could also be in TFA. Bumblebee's already there. He's yeah, and already so are... just as annoying. We're talking about Red 2015? <laughs> Okay, look, Bumblebee is a different kind of... Animated Bumblebee is a different kind of annoying than Rid 2015 annoying. Rid 2015 annoying is like a ambient sort of irritation. Jetfire and Jetstorm are also in TFA. I'm just saying, there are annoying characters. That's true. That's true. Put but him in fine. there. I, I, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll, put, we'll put him in uh, Rid 2015. Because I'm beginning to realize... I'm beginning to realize that... Animated Bumblebee is actually just Cheetor. Yes. But, like, everyone realizes he's annoying. Yes. Um, and also he occasionally uh, faces consequences. That's true. Cheetor never does that shit. Right. Put Rat Trap in... Oh, a Rat Prime. Trap goes to G1. No, G1. Oh, God. Yeah, I can see it. What about Rhinox? Where does Rhinox go? Put that beats in a situation. Rhinox could be in Prime. Rhinox has the gravitas for that. That's true. He's a serious man with big feelings. Put uh, Dinobot in to... Okay. Honestly, I know you haven't seen it, but put Dinobot in Cyberverse. You know what? Sure. I, I'll, I'll trust your judgment on that. It's good. Listen, Grimlock is a, is a real character in Cyberverse. It's just... And it's like totally... I think that would be pretty funny. Um, and I'm putting, I'm personally putting Primal in Armada, because I think he would wreck Megatron shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think he'd be a better dad or uncle or whatever than Armada Optimus is. He'd be more responsible. Yeah, let's, let's see Primal take care of children. <laughs> he can do it. I believe in him. Although I guess he, he's really bad at wrangling Cheetor, so like maybe, who knows, maybe not. Put tarantulas in. Uh, put tarantulas in 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 red twenty fifteen. I want to see what happens. I want him to eat. I want <laughs> him to destroy the fa- universe. I want him to eat the false stuff. Grimlock. Um. Okay. Uh. From Rosie the Riveter, if the if Beast Wars was like every other Transformers show, when what vehicles would the Maximals and Predacons have? You can't say semi truck or fire truck for Primal. Did we already do this one? I think we did. I talked about the uh, the Collectors Club prequel comic. Um, that's right oh yeah yeah, yeah. The, we did the we golden did. disc so we have we actually have answers for most of these yeah um, you can look that up 
Yeah. If you could switch the Maximals and Predacons with a different version of themselves, who would you switch and what would happen? Put switch cool, uh, inexperienced leader Optimus Primal with religious zealot Optimus Primal from Beast Machines. There's the same <laughs> character, but we'll get into it. The writing, the writing behind Beast Machines had had a very bizarre directive. But a um, but a process has occurred. Ah, oh, I am the same. But occurred. a process has occurred. <laughs> exactly. Um, I feel like if you put animated Black Arachnia into Beast Wars Black Arachnia's place, she just killed Tarantulas, which is good. I mean, I probably. Guess. I mean, she doesn't end up killing any of the guys in uh, TFA, so that's her tolerance true. is obviously higher that's because- than. That's because she's got feelings for them. She's got big feelings. Yeah. She wouldn't have any feelings towards Tarantulas other than revulsion because that's the natural that's the natural response. Um, I switch Tarantulas with IDW Tarantulas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking sicko but also like tragic figure. A a, a better dad than many. <laughs> it's true. Somehow, uh, it's true. The bar is so on the floor for parents in uh, in IDW. It's it's subterranean. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the 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 issue, of course, with Beast Wars is that there aren't a lot of alternate characters, right? I mean, there's a lot of tie-in media as Nero went on, but like, not a lot of it like popped off. Like there's a there's a there's technically an Armada version of Rhinox, Eraser, and Cheetor. It's just that they were figures to pad out the end of the toy line and never really appeared in any fictional media. Yeah. So anyway, our last question. Oh wait, sorry. Fi- and finally, who'd win in a fight, Black Arachnia or Arachnid? Arachnid. Uh, yeah. One. She's bigger. You have to remember, Beast Era Transformers are considerably smaller than most. And also, she does it for the love of the game. Yeah, Arachnid's like a fucking murder sicko who loves to kill. Black Arachnid's just trying to make it out here in a, in a fucking in a fucking world, you know. She's like she's like kind of dangerous and kind of treacherous, but she's not like a murder sicko. She's not Tarantulas. Yeah, I mean, she's actually kind of the Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> of of uh, Beast Wars, I mean, many characters are the Starscream of Beast Wars. Pterosaur, most obviously, but. Black Arachnia is actually more active at trying to be treacherous. Um, but like like Starscream and G1, a bitch gotta do what gotta do to survive. That's right. Um Alright. And now finally, our final question, Nero from Disney Minus wraps us up with Which Maximal has the strongest urge to kill someone with their own hands just because they want to know how it feels? We know it's not Dinobot. He would have killed Rat Trap multiple times during the afterglow of their angry bed parties if he actually wanted to kill someone. It's um, Rhinox. It's Oh, no, I'm going to say it's Rat Trap. That dude has killed before. You can't convince me otherwise. Yes, he's killed before, but not with his bare hands. They're too tiny. He doesn't have the that's strength. That's true. He They're little baby it. hands. And that's I why just... he wants to kill with his own hands so badly. Look, I just feel like Rhinox, he's got something deep inside there, you know? Yeah, a little psycho It's so deeply buried, right? I just feel like all it takes is one bad day. You've got I mean, Sicko Rhinox. Whom amongst us th- I mean, we, is we, not one bad day away we've from... We've seen Sicko Rhinox, actually. I remember yeah. that. He got turned into an evil guy. It was very funny. He he went, he, 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 a lot. Yeah, it was the worst plan. 
I do think that retro actually, yeah. Can we? Can we actually? That is the worst. Let's retroactively give that the worst plan at work because that plan was fucking stupid. Oh right, I forgot that that was actually a different plan than Evil Optimus. Cause yeah, because like, actually, because like the dumb. Evil Optimus plan didn't even go to plan. It backfired because Scorponok is bad at his job. I actually still think it's Evil Optimus for worst plan because it was a bad, still a bad plan and worse execution. Yeah, Minox at least like went the way they thought it was going to go. Yeah, they just, just didn't account for it. Yeah, they're just like, oh shit, he's a <laughs> we turned him into a sicko and he's too good at it. Well, it's all of our all of our questions, but uh, you know, you know, it's the end of the season, which means that you have something to say. Oh yeah, right. I was like, what do I have to say? (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Uh, Yeah, our next season is going to be season one of Cyberverse. Um, Really excited. Um, I think we have some really cool things that are coming up this season. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, In the meantime, uh, Friday of the week that this comes out. Um, so that's going to be the 7th of July. Um, we are going to be watching Age of Extinction. Yay. Yay. I mean, listen, it's not as bad as some of the other ones we'll watch. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, but it is not as bad as two or five. No, it's not as bad as two and I can't speak for five, but it's definitely not as bad as two. No, it's not as bad as 2, and it's not as bad as 5. Bad in Uncle- different ways. It's yeah. bad in new and exciting ways. I, I find it it's bad in less offensive ways to me, which makes me tolerate yes. it more. It is not as racist. Yeah, it's just like bad media, but it's not like objectionable in the same way the other ones are. You know? So my tolerance for it is higher. That's right. Yeah. Um, Cyberverse. Yeah. There are so many episodes, more episodes of Cyberverse than I thought there were. Yeah, it went on for a long time, and I think there was some, like, overlap with the, like, development of Earthspark, too. Also, where... I see that there is a four-parter in the third season called The End of the Universe. So yeah, don't exciting. worry about it. That's exciting. Um, Cyberverse is great. When Blade is there, she's basically the main character. And that's not true. Bumblebee is. But <laughs> when, Blade, when Blade is... Very important in Cyberverse. Um, love that for her. I love that for her. So yeah. Next, in August, we will return with Transformers oh, yeah. Cyberverse. Yeah, we're also, we're off for the rest of July. <laughs> yeah, we. I think we talked about this last week. Yeah, we're taking a hiatus. We'll be back. We will return. Don't you worry. And we'll we talk can't, about Windblade. We can't keep our adoring audience waiting too long. Absolutely not. Well... Or three star giving audience. Sorry, if, please take that out. <laughs> it's too petty. You're getting too petty. Um, so while you're waiting, of course, you can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. And if you have not, for some reason, already done so, you can join our Discord in the link in our bio. Um. I will probably try and do some Jackbox nights over July. Um, I personally can be found on on Twitter at DragonSpooch or on co-host at DragonSnuggler. And you can find my other podcasts in some places, such as 
at Heidelin Radio on Twitter for Ready Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy fourteen podcast I do with my friend Jane that is about to come off of hiatus when we are about to go on hiatus. The pattern of the universe is a beautiful thing. It It's so you don't get burnout, just for you. That's right. Um, and of course, every month we also do, me and Jane do a podcast called Talk Cycles. It doesn't have its own socials yet, but it will. Uh, that is a monthly podcast going through contemporary animation. Uh, next episode is going to be on Gravity Falls Season 2, which is definitely a, 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 an improvement on the first season, even though it does contain the worst episode of Gravity Falls. Susan the Real Girl, I will never uh, forget oh, that Oh, yeah, that's... It's just yeah. not a it's ill-advised episode all around. Um, but we can, you can hear all about that over on Talk Cycles. Um, and that is it for me, I think. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and co-host at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to um, the other podcast I do called Pot Agreed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm really excited about recording this week's episode. It's going to happen uh, two days from recording this. Um, I got, uh, because I have no shame and no inhibitions, I asked uh, Ted Lewis, the voice actor, uh, <laughs> um, Rio Bakura, Bandit Keith, and Jack Atlas uh, from various Yu-Gi-Oh! series to come on the show and he said yes very graciously so we're going to be interviewing him uh this friday um we have to figure out what the release schedule for that episode will be but um probably the most exciting thing i've done in my career as a podcaster it's extremely cool (laughs) um so yeah that's really really exciting um uh i've also am in a radio drama hopefully there will be some movement on that soon and I am starting a New York Foodie Experience podcast on Moonshot called I'm Eden Here, uh, which I think we are rapidly getting towards airing the first episode on. So uh, that's it for us. Um, I'm going to pet my cat and check to see if he has any transformation seams. Transform and roll out. I am going to mush tarantulas into a ball and use them to play basketball transform and roll out and for the last time for now beast beast